Welcome to the Tate Wheeler Podcast, a podcast about inspiration, perspective, and purpose. Let's do this. Growth is painful. Change is painful. Overcoming challenges is painful. But there is nothing more painful than staying stuck where you're not supposed to be. Mandy Hill. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. So grateful to be back with you, sharing another message. If you have not done so already, remember to hit the subscribe button, share this episode with a friend, leave a review if you find this episode beneficial. That helps keep the podcast growing and uh, helps more people find it. So thank you for all of those things. Today, we're going to talk about getting unstuck, making sure that we are ready to overcome challenges and taking our first step of action to bettering our life and living the most fulfilled and meaningful life as possible. So let me take you to my sophomore year of high school. I was stuck and I knew I wasn't supposed to be there. I knew. And it basically, to just give you a little history, it was a pattern. From sixth grade to my sophomore year, I had a pattern of making mistakes and I made more mistakes than I'd want to admit. And I was really just doing things my way. And I was making poor choices, which equaled poor grades, and I was getting poor results. I was literally underachieving in every area of my life. And it led to multiple suspensions. I was expelled. And I had a pattern of letting people down that invested in me. And like all underachievers, I believe this to be true of all underachievers, I had the ability, but I didn't match it with my decisions and my work ethic. And there's a lot of people in life and you know we're still fresh into the new year. There's a lot of people that say they're committed to doing something when they feel that spike of motivation. Like they'll hear something or they'll see something and they'll have that spike of motivation. And after a few days, most most times after a few weeks, and even sometimes after a few months, that motivation fades. And then what happens? We convince ourselves we did our best. And the real truth is the large majority of us didn't. We didn't do our best. We don't do our best, and we won't. We didn't, we don't, and we won't. And that sounds harsh, but it's true. And why is it true? It's because it's too far out of our comfort zone. And you've heard me say this before, but I need to remind you again, there is zero progress made in your comfort zone. All the progress in life happens outside of your comfort zone. And it's easier for us to say, it just wasn't meant to be. It just wasn't meant to be. Well, in actuality, like the truth, we didn't want to put in the work, discipline, dedication, and sacrifice needed to do it, to actually really make the change, to actually really live to our fullest potential. And I say that with confidence because I've been both people. I've been that underachiever and, you know, I'm, I'm going to be vulnerable today. I'm going to tell you that story. I've already told you part of it. And I've also been the person on the other side of it. And I've also been for the last 20 years, the person that's helped coach people to achieve more than they thought they could. That's what I've dedicated my career to. And so I can definitely say that on all sides. And I can also say at 15, I can remember the exact moment it was after another poor choice, 
of and letting people down. You know, I, I made a poor choice. It let my team down. It let my coach down. And I, when we get knocked down in life, so often we pride ourselves on getting knocked down and getting back up, getting knocked down and getting back up. But once in a while, if you keep getting knocked down, and I had a pattern of getting knocked down, five years of making poor choices time and time again. I had to ask myself a better question. So if you are finding yourself continually getting knocked down in life, just pause for a moment when you're down there and ask a better question. And the question that I came up with at 15 was, what do I need to change to not let this happen again? Because if I didn't change something, it was just going to keep happening. And it was just going to be a habit of letting people down, including myself. And at 15, I remember hearing the answer loud and clear. And it was the answer I didn't want to hear. What did I really need to change to make sure this never happened again? The answer was everything. I had to change my mindset, my work ethic, my dedication, my circle of influence, my ability to be coachable. And honestly, the most important thing I had to change at that point in my life was I had to change my faith. I called myself a person of faith at that point in my life, but I was leaning on my own strength and my own understanding. And I had five years of proof it wasn't working. So I really had to dig into my faith at that point in my life as well. And you may be listening right now and be like, that's too much. Like, I can't change all that. And I hear you. And it honestly doesn't make sense to change all of that. You need to change a thing. But at 15... I did have to change all of it. I did literally have to change all of it at that point in my life because I was going down the wrong path. And what I'm telling you right now is you're likely only have to change one thing, one thing in your life, and it could be super small. And I'm going to encourage you at the end of this episode, it's going to be a small step. And that small step turns into hundreds of small steps that down the road, A year from now or two years from now, it makes a massive change in your life. We overestimate what we can achieve in a month or a year, and we underestimate what we can achieve in years and in a lifetime. We totally underestimate. We can achieve so much more if we just stay on track. I've I've said this before. Progress has little to do with speed. It's not like those massive actions. It's everything to do with direction. It's just sometimes a quarter turn shift that makes the biggest difference in life because you could be going 50 miles an hour fast and I have a tendency to go super fast in what I do. But if I'm going 50 miles an hour in the wrong direction, I'd have been better off going one mile an hour in the right direction. So sometimes just that little shift. So I'm going to use my story um, to to kind of unpack multiple shifts that had to happen. But I believe you're going to have to pull just one thing of, of what you can learn from my mistakes into and apply those to your life. And that's going to make a huge difference in how you move forward. So what we're going to talk about is getting, I believe this to be true. So before we even get to that point, your desire to change has to be greater than your desire to stay the same because I also, I need to point out somebody right now, and maybe you're this somebody, I hear too many people so eager to complain about how they are stuck and why they are stuck, but they're not willing to do anything about it. Or even worse, 
they're going to blame somebody else for them being stuck. So if that's you, we're going to stop that right now. So for the second half of this episode, all we have to focus on is that our desire to change is greater than our desire to stay the same. So let's remember that quote from the top. Growth is painful. Change is painful. Overcoming challenges is painful, but there is nothing more painful than staying stuck where you are not supposed to be. So let's get unstuck. So if we're going to break down the areas that we talked about earlier, the first one was mindset. What consumes our minds controls our life. And at 15, my mind was focused on the wrong things. And maybe you're listening today and you're focused on the wrong things. You might be focused on things like status or keeping up with your neighbors or your friends, or you're filling your mind with the news, or you're complaining about gas prices. That's all I see right now. You're getting caught up in it. And I get it that gas is ridiculously expensive right now. And the thing about it is, are you focused on things that you can change, the things that are that are in your control? And so I think the, the question is, are there more important things that I could be focusing on? And the answer is yes. And you could start looking at your personal development, what you're reading. Could you get into a small group or a community with a shared vision or passion that you have? Because what consumes our mind controls our life. So my challenge to you is what you focus on expands. So can you focus your mind on things that move you closer to who you want to become? At 15, I had to shift my mind from, you know, the status of friends, you know, girls partying, and I had to shift on goals uh, both on and off the field or on and off the wrestling mat. And I started to focus on my dreams and where I wanted to where I wanted to get to and how I could make them a reality. And once I was able to dream it, then I could focus on the next step, which was my work ethic and dedication to that vision. So that's that mindset ties to your work ethic, because once you identify the dream, now you can go put it in to action, go work for it. So oftentimes I see people, and I did this as well, I had to stop decreasing my goal or my dream and increase my effort and my vision. Stop decreasing the goal and instead increase the effort. So that's what we're talking about is work ethic. And it's funny because hard work puts you where good luck can find you. The harder you work, the luckier you will get in life. And the question is, are you willing to work and make the sacrifices? My dedication and commitment had to change at 15. And I think about a quote that I will say in, uh, as a trainer or coach often, commitment means staying loyal to what you said you were going to do long after the mood you set it in has left. Because all of us have moments where we have like that surge of motivation and energy. We see something, we hear something, and we're motivated. And all of us can control our effort. And I see a lot of half-hearted effort in this world. A lot of people like to talk the talk, but when it gets hard, let's be honest, and it always gets hard, it always gets hard, then we, we start to crack, we start to break, we, we don't stay dedicated. We talk, the, we talk the talk and we walk the walk when things are easy, but when things get hard or when we face that first sign of adversity, and we always will, we start packing it in, we start quitting. And we give up and we get stuck. We get stuck in the same pattern. And we can, we, and instead of owning it, we sleep on the statement that it wasn't meant to be. And that stops now. We're not going to sleep on that statement. 
when it starts to get hard, that's when you find out what you're made of. That's when you find out if that mindset has been put into place. Have you really put the time in putting your mind in the right space to dig deeper, to push harder, to go past that comfort zone. You got to be willing to get comfortable being uncomfortable. And on the other side of that, that's where all the best results are. That's where all the best achievements are. And you know a great way to stay committed and dedicated and to push through all those things is to making sure that your circle of influence is on point, making sure your friend circle is on point. So basically what I'm doing right now, and hopefully you see it, I'm tying mindset to work ethic and now work ethic to your circle of influence. Because if you get focused on a vision and you're filled up with the right things and you get that mindset in place, when adversity hits, if you're surrounded by people that are dreaming like you are, that are going after the goals like you are, that are that are focused like you are, it changes everything. And I need to make sure that I found someone or people at 15 to start leveling up who I was and find people that are having success that I wanted to have, that find people that are, are the person that I wanted to become. And so my circle of influence had to change and yours yours may need to right now as well because we've all heard this you're the average of your five closest friends i believe that to be a truth and if you want to take yourself to the next level you got to find people that are doing what you want to be doing and at 15 i had to look around and say hey who's doing what i'm wanting to do both on the athletic standpoint and in the classroom and was a leader along the way and at 15 i found that guy and i'm so grateful i'm having um, didn't tell him I was going to shout him out in this episode, but I will certainly, uh, when this releases, that I'll let him know that uh, I'm, I'm so thankful that you took me under your wing. Uh, I was going to my junior year. He was going to his senior year. He already was having success on the football field, on the basketball court, in the classroom. He was a leader. He's a captain. And that's who I wanted to be. That's what I wanted to be. So shout out to Jason Hollenbeck. Uh, he was crushing it then. He's crushing it now. He's a doctor. And uh, just so, so thankful for Jason. He definitely helped me at a time when I was going into my junior year. I needed to level up. I needed to uh, get around somebody that was doing it, was crushing it. And he saw some some grit and work, it, work ethic and toughness uh, in me. And, he, you know, he, he, he would always drive me home from practice. We would push each other. Uh, even though I was a wrestler and he was a basketball player, we had some epic battles because I'm, I'm a competitor. He's a competitor. And uh, it was great. And that was such a key part. And, I'm, and you're hearing this right now and you're like, well, I'm not 15 and I don't want to be a, you know, wherever it is. But you may be in, in your career and you're ready to get to that next level. You may be in your uh, marriage and you want to get to the next level. You want you may be in uh, your life as a, as a parent and you want to get to the next level. There's people that are succeeding in all of those levels. Get around those people. They always have something unique about them. You can always learn and grow from them. They're always, they always separate themselves from the, the quote unquote normal people because oftentimes and you can remember this from the the first episode of the new year here for the episode called Level Up, what the best do consistently are what the rest do occasionally. The people that are doing the best, they will do it consistently. 
They will put in the work consistently. They'll work on their mind consistently. They have people that they surround themselves that also do it consistently. That's why they continue to crush it. And so you can go back and listen to that episode about leveling up as well. Uh, One thing that my best friend and I often talk about is, and he, he says this quote often, I'll give him credit, shout out to Ed, Edward DeShazer, but he always says, don't confuse the length of friendship with strength of friendship. So you, you know, you think about your closest five and often we, we confuse length with strength and some of the closest people that we should have in our life are people that are dreaming bigger, going after their goals and visions, and and they're and they're putting in the mindset, they're putting in the work, and making sure that those people are in your circle. And in not saying that other people that you've had a long-standing relationship with can't be, but just know that you're the average of those people. So if you don't have someone in your circle that are doing the things that you want to be doing, well, you're likely not going to achieve as much as you could. So make sure that you take that piece and understand it. And that'll bring me perfectly to my next point, still tying these pieces together. Are you coachable? Are you coachable? Are you willing to take feedback? Once you find those people in your life, in your circle of influence, you got to be willing to be coachable. You got to be willing to take feedback. And those people how you know if you have a good one of those, they'll tell you what you need to hear instead of telling you what you want to hear. If you don't have one of those people in your circle, your circle is not strong enough. Find one of those people that will tell you what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. And at 15, my ability to be coachable was huge to make that shift because I thought, well, and, and let's let me just be honest. I cared more up until that point from sixth grade to my sophomore year. I care more about what my friends thought instead of what my coaches and my desire to be liked trumped my desire to go after my dreams. Don't do that because it will never fulfill you. It will never fulfill you. When you're coachable and you lean into coaching and you lean into accountability and feedback, your potential magnifies. And I personally love to be challenged, but I had to shift my love for being challenged to to, to being challenged by the right people, not not some some dare that my friends would give me. I needed to be challenged by my coaches and other people that were really crushing it on my team at that time, and it clicked for me at that point because I was started to rise to the to the level that they set for me. They believed in me more than I believed in myself in myself at some points. And then when they when you when you see that and you see someone believe in you, you start to achieve more. But it also takes humility. And I truly believe you never reach your full potential if you're not willing to be coachable, take feedback and humble yourself enough to know that people that challenge you or or like test you or get you to think about things different way. They tell you something maybe you didn't, you weren't quite ready to hear, but you needed to hear it. Those are the people that you need to listen. Like there there might be something there and it's not always comfortable to hear it, but there's always an opportunity for growth there. So lean into those opportunities. And that brings me uh, to my last point. And it was the most important point for me. And I think, uh, I, I, I believe if you don't hit this one at some point in your life, you're going to feel like you're going to get stuck forever. Like you got to get this one down as well. And the last point for me was on my faith. And I'm not going to assume that everyone listening is a believer, but 
the change in me doesn't happen without faith. And I, for so long, tried to do things my way with my strength and my understanding, and it led me to a pattern of letting people down, letting myself down, and it just was never going to be enough until I submitted, like submitted, that I'm going to be stronger and better if I include God in that walk as well, and you will be too. And I started praying bigger, I started praying bolder, and that's when my life started to transform. All the steps aligned, but if I didn't get that last step, I would have never achieved. I would have always been left with this this empty feeling inside me. And if you would ask any coach or teacher uh, or even like parent of my friends that knew me well as a sophomore and then knew me still as a senior of, you know, that transformation that happened in those two years, what happened my junior and senior year when I started committing to my mindset, when I put in the work and I was coachable and I started, you know, surrounding myself with the right people and then even I hope you know, moving forward now, I, I've been able to be that person for a lot of other people. And that's so rewarding as well. But that, if you, if you talk to those teachers, those coaches, those parents, and a lot of them still know me now, you, you would ask them like, how is that? How would you describe the change? And they would say, it's unbelievable. It's a complete transformation. They would say, my actions, my energy, my words are life-changing compared to who I was. And I only know that is because that's what they've told me. That's what they've texted me. That's what they've messaged me. And that's not possible without God. It truly isn't. And I don't get the glory for that. He gets the glory for that transformation. So some of you hear that and you may think that you may feel like convicted by that, by me saying that, and others will pass it by. But I'm going to tell you this. If you do this with your own strength, your own way, your own plan, you will be left unfulfilled. You may have moments where you feel like a quote, quote unquote success, but it will always leave this empty feeling inside of you. You'll be like, what's going to fill that? And the only thing that will fill that is your faith. So that's my challenge to you. Lean into that one. So those are the areas. And we're two full months into the new year. We're you know into the third month of the new year. And if I were to bet, most of us wish we would have done more thus far. And the biggest difference is action. One step of intentional action on that mindset, on the work ethic, dedication, circle of influence, our ability to be coached, and our faith walk can make all the difference. And like I said from the top, you don't need to do all of it. You need to pick one thing, start there. It's not like although everything had to change for me at 15, it wasn't like it all changed at once. It was like one step that led to the next step that led to the next step. So what step are you missing in your walk right now? And take that one small change or shift, and that will give you the momentum you need to overcome whatever adversity you're facing and achieve whatever milestone or dream or goal that you have, and it will get yourself unstuck. But I will tell you this, so often, why you're stuck right now is because you're believing a lie. And let me just let you hear these words. Your loss 
doesn't define you. Your past does not define you. Your struggles do not define you. Your fear does not define you. Your diagnosis does not define you. I'll tell you what defines you. Your character, your integrity, your resilience, your ability to overcome challenges, your values, your purpose, your mission, your faith. That's what defines you. And I believe you needed to hear that today because when you're stuck, when you're feeling like you hit a wall or a plateau, it's hard to figure out how you get to that big dream, that big big goal, that big vision. And we start letting other things define us. And that's a lie. Those things do not define you. And that big dream and vision may feel far away. And you may not, you may think to yourself, how am I going to get there? And remember, when you feel like you have those moments, you, you need to ask yourself a better question. You may not see the next hundred steps, but I bet if you look close enough, you can identify the next one. The next one step. You need to focus on that, taking that one step. And once you take that step, you'll be able to see the one after, and then the next one after, and then the next one after. And you're going to keep taking those steps day after day, month after month, and you're going to keep moving. And then what's going to happen? You're going to get knocked down. And when you get knocked down, you're going to look around, identify what knocked you down, make sure it's not a pattern, make make sure it's not something that continually knocks you down in life. You're going to clean that up, whatever knocked you down. And then you're going to take your next step forward. And you're going to be so many more steps forward over the course of a year and two years than you would have ever been if you just pride yourself on getting knocked down, getting back up. Make sure you take that moment to identify what made you slip. Get back up and you keep moving forward. And pretty soon, year after year, those dreams come to life because you kept moving. And I'm going to tell you this right now. I believe all the challenges and the obstacles you've ever faced in life led you to this moment right here. I, I believe that things in life happen for a reason. And I believe that you're hearing this message for a reason right now. And this moment or this feeling or you're feeling like you're stuck, you face this adversity, you were born for moments like this. And you're hearing this message right now for a reason. The old you is about to level up and you're about to take a step in faith into a new level of living. It's your time. It's your moment. It's here. It's now. All you have to do is take the step. Go take the step. Thank you so much for tuning into the podcast, everybody. Remember to share this episode with a friend. Hit the subscribe button. And if you enjoyed this episode or any episode, remember to leave a review. I look forward to connecting with you again soon.